Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. We have been going nonstop communicating the love and power of Jesus online, and I thank you so much for partnering with our ministry, praying and giving to expand the kingdom of God. We are all about intimacy with Jesus, and right now we decree and declare Jesus as king in these uncertain times. He has it all under control, and revival is coming. We have a great interview coming up for you, but I want to let you know about our new resource available for you on our website, firebornministries.com, and I believe that it will draw you closer in relationship to the wonderful Holy Spirit. Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you go through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. You can study the course at your own pace, on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today. And welcome back. Today on Adventures in the Spirit, I am so excited to have Joan Hunter as our guest. She is a compassionate minister. She's a dynamic teacher. She's an accomplished author with over 21 books. Many of you know her from her TV show, Miracles Happen. She is the daughter of Charles and Frances Hunter, and she's been in the healing ministry for many years. Joan, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit podcast. Well, I'm so excited because of, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, about how we actually started to communicate with each other and, and to become acquaintances and then friends. And, uh, but I'm excited about being on your podcast, and I just love uh, what we can do with media and Internet now. It's just awesome. I love it. Awesome, and I believe the Holy Spirit has something special for this interview, for this time. I already feel the surging presence of God. And so, Joan, you lead Joan Hunter Ministries, which has healing schools, a TV show, and a stream called Miracles Happen. You host webinars and so much more. How long have you been in the healing ministry? Well, the healing ministry, my parents being Charles and Francis Hunter, just kind of got, it came along with it, so to speak. And I've never not known to do this. You know, getting saved at 12, we got the baptism when I was, uh, I got it when I was 19. My parents got it when I was 18. My mom and dad actually met when I was 16 and got married. We moved to Texas. And mom was traveling and doing ministry. And then when she got the baptism, all healing broke loose. Okay. And all heaven broke loose. It was just really awesome. I remember mom, you know, because something like, how do you get started in this? And people would come forward and say, can you pray for me? And she goes, yes. And so she would mentally put it in her head to pray for at the hotel that night. And then after about like 50 requests, 75 requests, at that point, it's like, you know, you can't redo that at the hotel or you're not going to get any sleep. So from there, it branched into her actually 
laying hands on people and started praying and they were getting right healed right there. And it's like, wow, I never thought about this, you know? And so then then mom, you know, right at, right before that mom and dad got into baptism and I was so excited about what God had done in them. I'm like, I got to have this too. And I want all that you have for me, God. And that included the baptism of the spirit, which in, in, you know, I got filled with the spirit. I was in the middle of my second or right between my first year and second year at Oral Roberts University. And, and I was, I mean, I got on fire. People were getting healed. It was awesome. My first experience, I used to travel with my mom and dad for over 35 years. And, and I remember going to this huge auditorium. It was a high school auditorium and they lined everybody up because I still do whatever I could do to pray for everybody, whether me or people that I have actually trained through my healing schools and ordination, et cetera, that I do through the ministry. So at that point, I'm praying and all these things, you know, and it's like, she says, you take this row. This is a row of 100 people. I'm like, they came to hear you, Mom, not me. Do it. I'm like, you never argue with Mom. I started going down, and, and the first person that got slain in the Spirit, then I went down about four or five others, and then all of a sudden she started screaming. Well, my first thought is, I hope she's not hurt, though we had catchers and everything like that. So I come back, and she says, I can see. I can see. I said, are you kidding? You know, and here she was blinded, then she could see. And my first reaction to God really using me was like, are you kidding? And now I'm like shocked if somebody doesn't get healed. Yeah, amen. And how the tables have turned, you know, where where that's concerned. So it's like, when did you get the call? Well, I I got saved. And it says, then you get the Holy Spirit, and it says you're going to lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. You don't need a special call. Now, there's a call, what I call a call within the call, which means that you have a calling and to do this, but you also have a calling to travel, you know, and like what we're doing, which is a little bit beyond what every, every believer is to lay hands on the sick. Amen. So what was the, the final thing that pushed you into healing ministry? For many, many years in traveling with my mom and dad, I would pray for physical situations. People would get healed. Mom and dad would pray for people. They would get healed. It's amazing. And then the year 2000, I personally went through hell, and I was faced with divorce after almost 26 years of marriage. We were traveling with my mom and dad. We co-pastored church together in Dallas. Everything was absolutely perfect, so it seemed. But what happened is he was living a double life on the side as a homosexual. Mm. And uh, when that came out, and after standing, praying, believing, and God finally released me. So two days after the divorce, I got diagnosed with breast cancer. Financial ruins, because there went the church, there went his income, there went everything, okay? The children, the house, we had four children, four daughters. The house was destroyed. You know, he blamed me for making him that way. I mean, you name it, everything that could go wrong went wrong. So my life was over, and my first thought is when I got diagnosed with breast cancer, I said, this is awesome. I'm going to die and go be with Jesus, and I won't hurt anymore. Hmm. And some people don't understand that kind of pain, but I did. I was like, I'm going to die, and I'm going to be healed, Hmm. and I won't have to live in this pain and literally this hell. And then I realized I had four good reasons to live, Hmm. and that's Charity, Spice, Melody, and Abigail, my four girls. And through that, I was like, okay, 
slapping my face, saying, no, I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Today I choose life. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. No matter what you're going through, whenever you hear this broadcast, that whatever you're going through, you must choose life audibly out of your mouth. Today I choose life. I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Well, I told God, I said, I can live without a breath, but I can't live with a broken heart. So I went after God just doing what I can do to get rid of the worry, betrayal, abandonment, unforgiveness, uh, worry. And I know I said that, but worry is a big one. I believe that all of those things are magnets to bring breast cancer on Hmm. in males and females, not just females. It represents the family. And so I started dealing with, you know, I forgave him. It meant that what he did was still wrong, but I forgave him, which in turn really released me, okay? And But I forgave him. I got rid of the worry, and I, you know, and different things like that. And I'm going, you know, I I called my parents. I said, this is what I got diagnosed with, didn't tell the girls. And I said, just let's just pray, and we'll go from there. So we prayed a, a simple prayer. And then I went after attacking the pain in my heart. And getting my heart healed of all of that. And and so after a few months, I'm like, I need to go back to the oncologist, see what she has to say. So laying on the table, once again, all alone, two, you know, gallon of goop and two hours later, they looked everywhere from the left to the right to the waist up to my neck. And they're like, what happened to the cancer? It's not here. Wow. And I said, I sent it back. I sent it back to home at home <laughs> to hell where it came from. Amen. And, but through that in the year 2000, I learned what brings on sickness. Fear brings on sickness. Fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is a big magnet. Trauma is a big magnet. You know, and dealing with PTSD, they say there's no hope, there's no cure, there's no nothing. But it's after you've gone through stress and trauma, which can be as a veteran, as you, and it can also be as a domestic violence and a variety of other things. Okay, and of course, first responders, it's, it's a whole gamut of things. And, and you can get counsel, you can get this, you have to learn how to live with it. I don't teach that. I don't want people to learn how to live with all that trauma. I want people completely set free. And so I have learned through the years, and by, by me specifically getting healed of all those areas, that I have learned how to go after what I call the root, what brought the sickness on, get to the root, chop it off, and not just chop it off, but chop it off and deal with, I call it Holy Ghost, we'd be gone, to deal with the roots so that the disease cannot come back. And after I pray for people, PTSD, whatever it is, they don't need counseling because they've had years of counseling. And now they just need to know how to live a life totally, completely free. Yeah. And that's when it all changed for me. Instead of just praying for the shoulder, pray for the trauma, from the fall, from the car accident, because sometimes the, the shoulder is better, but not all the way, because the trauma and what's called cellular memory holds on to it. Oh. 
And then through that, you go to that, get the trauma out, get the pain gone, sell your memory gone, no pain comes back. That's amazing. I love it. And I'm thankful that you brought up even PTSD. Around Christmas of 2019, I was reading God's Generals, The Healing Evangelist, and you were quoted in that book. There was a chapter about your parents, Charles and Francis Hunter. Right, about mom and dad. As I was reading, I, I remembered that in the year 2011 or so, you came to a church led by Mike Rogers in New Bern, North Carolina. And at that time... Right, church of New Bern. Yes, ma'am. At that time, I was fighting combat PTSD. I'd been deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan, but experienced combat in Afghanistan in 2009. So I'm not completely sure if I saw you minister, but I was acquainted with your ministry. But here it was Christmas of 2019, and I was reading that book. And while reading, I felt impressed to start praying for you and that God had something in store. And, and I was honestly praying about an impartation or something along those lines. And, and there was some excitement in the spirit, but I, I wasn't too sure what exactly it was. But then in January of this year, my testimony of how God healed me of combat-induced PTSD was published on Charisma News. And then you reached out to me through several friends, Elizabeth Time Fook and Mike Rogers. So would you let us know, what was God up to? Well, it's so exciting what God is doing. I have a new book coming out called Miracles for Veterans, of which you have a segment in there of your testimony. And the response from the publisher has just been, not just mention me, but the response from the publisher has been absolutely amazing and uh, available through Amazon and joanhunter.org and things like that. But it's me teaching and praying how to get rid of PTSD, no matter where it came from, but specifically in this book for veterans dealing with the root of it. And what's so exciting is there's even a section in there about where God will erase the memories where you know you were in combat, but you don't remember shooting the people or this different situations like that. And night terrors, people, you know, guy in Vietnam, night terrors for 50 years. And he, let's see, a year and two months has not had a night terror since prayer. Amen. After 50 years of horror, and then the people, he could, he could basically list all the people that he killed, and God totally removed that from his memory. He know he did, because he was in Vietnam, but the, re, the remembrance of any of that is completely gone. It's amazing. Wow. I'm not sure how this happens besides the wonderful Holy Spirit, but can you kind of unpack that for us? I can. And, uh, and the thing is, because I personally, primarily in the year 2000, I've been through trauma throughout my life, you know, and different things, abandoned by my father. I met him when I was 16, all this kind of stuff. So I understand a lot of the junk that people have to deal with that can bring on PTSD, uh, domestic type things. When I got healed, I mean, I got healed. Amen. And I have such a passion and compassion to pray for people and to see people set free, showing them how to do it. Books and books and books. This is how I walk this particular area out. And it's step by step, prayer by prayer, you know, and, and, it's, and it's like, well, how many years did it take? It doesn't take years. I mean, I've had people that have come in with schizophrenia totally, completely whacked out in their mind and then prayed the prayer 
I curse that spirit of trauma. I command it to be gone. There's usually a horrific trauma regarding schizophrenia. Hmm. So I commanded all that to go, the effect of that to go. The guy, he could not talk. He was, it was so bad. And I prayed for him. He goes, that was awesome. Totally, completely healed of schizophrenia. His mind came back. His life came back. His sister was standing there going, I've just seen a miracle. I'm like, yes, you have, you know? And I mean, totally came out of any kind of drug-induced sleepiness kind of a thing to, to, keep, to, to make it so he could even go to a meeting to get prayed for. But the thing is, is that all the trauma that we've all been through, it bottles up and it builds up and builds up, and that needs to be annihilated. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to pray before the end of the program to, to just kind of pray for all that because there's just a lot of different things going on with first responders and EMTs right now, you know, are overloaded with different kinds of cases and heart attacks and, you know, and, and people dying and, you know, and just sickness that just never ends. But it, what's so cool is that, like, I was in Arizona. lady had just heard of me. Her testimony is in the book. She, I said, there's somebody here with a really, really bad neck. So she responded, came, I had 45 minutes to teach and to pray for people. And that was it at a big conference. I was so excited to have 45 minutes, but that was all I got. So she comes up to the front. What happened? Okay. How did you hurt your neck? I'm thinking car accident, you know, something simple. And she goes, well, I was in Afghanistan and 15 years previous to this time. And I went to the restroom by myself. And I was grabbed by four guys, slammed to the ground, abused, and all that kind of stuff, and had to have help getting up. She had to have four vertebrates removed out of her neck and back area because she was slammed down so hard, not to mention the trauma. She became 100% disabled. Her husband had to take care of her, could not leave her alone. She lived in, she lived in Connecticut. So her husband would took her to the gate, put her on the plane. Her mom met her in Arizona because she heard about me, and she came all that way. Mom met her at the gate, came to the meeting, was instantly completely healed. She grew back four inches, which is about what four vertebrae are, right in front of everybody's eyes. Amazing. God healed her heart, healed her of the trauma, healed her of the hate. For anybody of the darker skin of any shade because she hated people what happened to her god has given her a love for people from afghanistan it's absolutely to it's like to pray for them and everything it's absolutely amazing uh she's now ordained and she has been completely healed two years and completely set free she's ordained she's praying for the sick she ministers alongside of me sometimes and her testimony is, is in the book. I love it. Yeah, and, and so then she calls her husband and says, you don't need to meet me at the gate. No, I have to. And she goes, no, no, I'm healed. And his first thought is, yeah, right. How long is this going to last? So now she has a husband. He has a wife. The kids have a mom who can play football with them because they're you know, a couple of boys and she can play football with them. That's amazing. And she's never been able to do that because she was totally, dis totally completely disabled and dis totally dysfunctional. And she was healed in less than two minutes. Wow, that's amazing. It's amazing what the wonderful Holy Spirit can do in a moment of what some people that's think right. would take a lifetime in counseling. Right. 
she's had all the counseling. She doesn't. She doesn't need any more counseling. Amen. She just needed the freedom. The 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 chains that bound her completely set her free, and that's what my books do. Now, specifically, the one on you know miracles for veterans is going to really target PTSD, but it's PTSD for not only that but their families. Like one of the ladies in there, uh, Renee Nickel. Um, she has a book out called Always My Hero. She's on Fox News and everything. It's really awesome. But her brother was killed in Afghanistan. She got PTSD. Her mom got PTSD. And now they're totally healed and set free from that. But it's just, it's really awesome what God is doing and how God has totally healed her. And God is healing people through her book, too, which is awesome. And her testimony is in my book, too. Incredible. You know, for, in our book, right, Jared? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm excited. I'm honored to be able to write that and share my testimony and get it out there to show people that there is hope in Jesus, that I was healed and that they can be healed too. If, if you're suffering from PTSD and you're listening into this, you can be healed in Jesus' name. You know, Joan, you'd mentioned the first testimony of how there was a love for the people of Afghanistan. Real quick, my family is on this adventure in the Holy Spirit of trying to raise money for a discipleship program to be put in the hands of the churches, of Christians in that country. And we're, we're raising money because it, it was interesting. It's, I'm not going to get on the whole story now, but the Holy Spirit was ministering through my kids, talking through my kids, and they came up with the idea, and we're just— going for it to raise money to reach these people who I used to fight back in 2009. And yeah, I, isn't that wild? It's amazing, you know, because they are people that need <laughs> Jesus like God to too. Me. <laughs> and uh, would you mind sharing maybe one more miracle story about a veteran or first responder healed of PTSD? Because on this podcast, we love stories of healings and miracles of all of it stemming from intimacy with Jesus. But can you share one more story for us? Well, I have hundreds, which is, like, really awesome. And it's like, okay, God, which one, you know? There are people that, you know, like, uh, there's another testimony there of Kel Bales, and he's from the Air Force. And, and, it's, and there's, there's Marines, there's Air Force, there's Army testimonies that, like, pretty much every area, which is, like, really awesome that, you know, it's not just Army testimonies or whatever. But he had a lot of problems in dealing with, even PTSD dealing at home, not at home like with his wife, but when he was at home working in the Air Force. And a lot of verbal abuse from those that were over him. And just abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, everything. And how God has totally, completely healed him of all of that pain, all of, all of that. The word, and I'll use the word, the term that I use is word curses spoken over him. You'll never be any good. You'll never accomplish anything. And when he left, when he retired from the Air Force, uh, he retired full honors in every area, you know, and it's like, but he did not allow all those words that were spoken over him to destroy his life and calling. And that could be from, you have abuse when you, verbal abuse growing up, you know, you're so stupid. I was told I was dumb, stupid, ignorant, retarded, never be able to read or write. You know, I've got 21 books that are, are done. They're at the printer. I've got just a couple more coming off the press momentarily. 
but told I would never, ever to be able to do that. Many of you listening have been told you'll never, ever get over You know you'll never, ever, never, ever get over this. Yes, you will. Amen. Yes, you will. And today is your day to get over it, for God to wipe it out of your mind, yes. wipe it out of your past, wipe it out of your life so it can no longer oh. influence you or keep you from doing what God's called you to do. It's time that you, whoever you are, that you walk out your destiny and you do what you were born to do. And anything that the any entrapment that the enemy has done to keep you from doing what you were born to do, today is the last day. Today is the day for the chains to be broken. Today is the day for supernatural breakthrough that you have never experienced in your life. May I pray now? Yes, ma'am. I was going to say, this is okay. time to pray. Yeah, we need to pray. Yes. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, as people are putting their hands on their heart, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse every bit of trauma since conception. And I command every bit of trauma to go in Jesus' name. And I speak complete health, wholeness in Jesus' name. All trauma, all fear, all pain, all abuse, car accidents, falling, uh, just different experiences in domestic situations, in the home life, verbal abuse, PTSD, different things like that. Father, we remove those labels that have been put on the people of PTSD, ADD, COPD, and controlling people, you know, and different things like that. Father, right now, we remove every one of those labels in Jesus' name. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Put your hands on your, your forehead and your eye area. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for wiping out every one of the bad memories that we have experienced in our entire life so that, yes, we know it happened, but we have no actual remembrance of this happening. And, Father, I thank you. I thank you for supernaturally setting everybody free in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you that you are making new memories, uh, and when they see their mother, they see their father that used to hurt them, that just to remember that he taught you how to play basketball, I'll only remember the good. And Father, I just thank you for supernaturally just shifting our memories to the good, and for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so very much. I believe it. And the wonderful Holy Spirit was moving in power. Thank you, Joan of Joan Hunter Ministries. Thank you to our listeners for your prayers and your financial partnership with Fireborn Ministries. I want to encourage everyone out there to purchase your copy of Joan's new book, Miracles for Veterans. And please share this podcast with your friends and your family so that they can be set free in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit.